I V M. Hello and welcome to the Geek Fruit Bulletin. This is our short form version of Geek Fruit Colon the podcast, uh, where we talk about things that are in the news, but often we talk about things that are not in the news because uh, we are our own bosses and we don't got to listen to nobody. This is true. Yeah. So today is one of the days when we're going to talk about things that are not the news. Uh, though I don't know, maybe it is the news because on our long format episode, <laughs> yeah. we talked about uh, Pixar and their cinema. Oh my God, we got played. We got played <laughs> by ourselves. Yeah. So we created the news, and now we're going to propagate it further by using our short format show Correct. to talk about short format movies that Pixar has created. Nice. This is a long-winded way of saying. Pixar makes a bunch of short films. <laughs> this is cool, though. I yeah. like that we can talk about the. This is like our own DVD featurette <laughs> version of uh, the main show. Yes, which is cool. So our little uh, DVD featurette, which I mean, so Pixar plays their shots. There's always, uh, I mean, as I'm sure our listeners are familiar, Pixar creates a shot in parallel with their movies, and the shots are put out often as a testing ground for new directors for uh, stories that they feel might not work in a long format, or even like animation styles and animation stuff. Animation styles, yeah. uh, new techniques and stuff. That they want to try yeah. out But also just great stories By themselves Yeah These are tied to Particular movies And mm-hmm. uh, put out and, and you can find That short film Kind of uh, Ethos There in their In their bigger films Also like We've spoken about Up and Wally Both having sections Of film which Kind of work correct. independently From the rest of the film yeah. Also And I think that's Just because they know How to tell a tight story And they know how to Kind of encapsulate it Like bookend it really well Yeah. And they don't need dialogue In a lot of these shots You'll there find is, that There's yeah. no like dialogue Actually that's what, They use the shots To experiment with Narrative techniques as yeah, well often. So sometimes there's no dialogue Sometimes they're set Purely to music uh, And it's interesting also Because Pixar obviously Began as a short film company That's right Their f- very first Couple of uh, films Were Shots right. created specifically to demonstrate the capabilities of the animation software. So, do you want to go through some of them and let's? I like mean, well, the very first one was called "The Adventures of Andre and Wally B." Yes. So, this was the first proper Man, film that they created. This looks like it looks like a student project, right? Like now, obviously, but I, I'm sure it was like cutting edge back at the then. time. It was. It was it's like you can make shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you recall the story of this one? I've seen it like ages ago. Wally B is a B. Uh, that keeps stinging Andre or right. something along those lines. I remember the uh, Pixar released uh, like uh, I remember it had a red DVD box set. Like it was part of a box set and it had a red case mm. and it was just basically called Pixar Shorts or something through the ages or something like that. Um, why am I confusing this? I'm not confusing this with In and Out of Consciousness by Robbie Williams, right? What? Yeah. I don't know why you would. I don't know. It's like okay. the same kind of anthology kind of yeah. collection. But anyway, go ahead. So yeah, I mean, the very first one, they had a bunch of test animations that they created, I believe, using Andre B, the character. No, right. sorry, Wally B, the character. Mm-hmm. And this was the first film they created. Right. And... Uh, they were trying to showcase the animation, but people just really liked the concept. Yeah, they and just the liked the story. <laughs> yeah, and the animation was great, of course. Though yeah. if you look at it today, and you can find it on the internet, probably you'll see you can see the polygons around Wally right, B and stuff. Right, right, right. So it's not the best animation retrospectively at yes. the time. It was pioneering. Yeah, and it's a good film, man. Yeah, it's great. This is all John Lasseter, is it? And uh, uh, no, this Ed, was actually I think this is before. Ed uh, this is directed by Alvy Ray Smith, who was part of the original trio, mm. I believe. 
Okay, cool. uh, but it was followed that. by a string of John Lasseter ones. John Lasseter obviously came in and he wanted to work more on the story aspects as well. Right. Uh, so the first one they did, which is the origin of the Pixar logo, yes, is a film called Luxo Junior. Correct. Yes. Which uh, basically features a daddy lamp or a mommy yeah, lamp, um, a parent yeah. lamp, a unisex lamp, a unisex, a non-gender a, binary yes, lamp. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the non-gender binary lamp's child Correct Called Luxo Jr So that's yeah. Luxo and Luxo Jr uh, But if you've seen the shot You know how the Pixar logo starts with yeah. a lamp hopping in And crushing the eye down and yeah. replacing it uh, That comes from this shot it's Well does it come from this shot or does it come I mean it just comes from the fact that Luxo Jr is this really playful kind of guy Who yeah. just want oh, girl <laughs> Who wants to just kind of have fun And there's a ball also in this I remember Yes yeah. so how this happens is uh, yeah. Yeah. The parent lamp yes. Keeps telling the kid lamp to kind You of mean just Luxo like, to Luxo Junior yeah, Luxo, Luxo Senior says yeah. Luxo Senior says to Luxo Junior Like dude just chill out Like calm down Be cool And Luxo Junior is like a ball of energy Just like boop 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 boop, boop Bouncing yeah, all over the place yeah, and stuff yeah. uh, Towards the end He keeps hopping on a red ball Until it deflates Correct And uh, Luxo the parent Looks yes. at him and goes like Ah oh, this guy What yeah. am I going to do with this guy yeah. When you have kids of your own You'll remember <laughs> <laughs> Yeah But uh, so in the Pixar logo The yeah. vanity card that they made for themselves yeah. Eventually The red ball is replaced with the eye In eye Pixar. Pixar Yeah, Which yeah. is cool I think it's I think it's a it's great film Because uh, it, it, it was testing ground For the first concept That uh, Pixar was built on Which is that You can give Inanimate objects life Precisely There's a yeah. There's a great speech Completely random But uh, Jeff Winger mm-hmm. In Community yeah. One stands up And gives one of his Rousing speeches Where he yeah. says Like he picks up a pencil And he says like I could tell you That this pencil's name is Jeff yeah. I could tell you That he has two kids I could tell you That he went to school here And now he works here And then he breaks the pencil And everybody around him Just goes like <gasps> yeah. he's like It's a pencil uh-huh. this, And that Is the power of story Correct. Which Pixar figured out Years and years ago Yes this is and true So like Luxo Junior The lamp You can feel his sadness You can feel like The exhaustion yeah. From Luxo Senior They've j- and just using very minimal kind of working parts. Yeah, it's not even like the, the yeah. elaborate lamps. It's yeah. not like Beauty and the Beast style where the yeah. objects have faces. faces. Yeah, it's just the lights. Yeah, and they've given them real and just yeah, just depth. the body movement. I yeah, think. yeah, just, just body, body language, man. So yeah, like, so good. It's it's got an articulating head. Right, the lamp. So Luxo Junior just kind of like looks up and then he looks down, disappointed. Yeah. So well done Works well also in uh, in Wally also I think they that's the other end of the spectrum For that kind of thing We're taking like Literally like robots Which don't have that many Expressive kind of emotions Yeah And still make them express Like Man like one thing that I remember Like in Inside Out Joy's face Like literally has no features Like it just has a nose And two eyes And a mouth But they still make it so expressive I don't know It's yeah. amazing It's amazing These yeah. are the secrets of Pixar yes. That they talk about pretty openly Because yeah. they're like nice because people, not, I guess. <laughs> this is got like an uh, But this was followed by <laughs> another one that uh, this is followed by another shot that kind of uh, used the same format of inanimate objects, but gave them like a rich inner life that really depresses you. Because yes. this is called Red's Dream. Oh gosh, it's yeah, such it's a really sad, sad shot. This one, yeah, ends pretty sadly, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's basically about a unicycle. I want to say mm-hmm. <laughs> that is sitting in a toy shop, and it has all these dreams of like getting out there and living yeah. its full life and stuff. And the film closes with. It back in the shop Just going like hmm, Oh well Those are my dreams That's it And here I am God It's like That's when they said Hey what if we just Make people cry All the time Man which is so funny Because that's literally The opposite of what Monsters Inc. is about Yeah <laughs> It's just like They are the original Like People to make people Correct. cry And then They decided no, But then they think people. The laughter is better So I guess what we're saying is Pixar is the true monsters Correct. Yeah <laughs> 
they had a bunch of other great ones. Red's Dream was followed by one called uh, Tin Toy. Tin Toy. Yeah, I think I remember this yeah, one. Yeah, Tin Toy came out with Toy Story. Correct. It was nominated for and won an Academy Award. Wow. Okay. Awesome. For best animated shot, so I feel like that's cheating, but cool. No, but yeah, but what else? I mean, what did it be nominated for? <laughs> uh, tin Toy basically featured a tin. To- it's it's one of the less memorable ones. Correct. It's got like a pull string correct, guy correct, who's correct. sitting next to a fireplace. Can't remember I remember the visuals it. vaguely. Yeah, but not is it just like a, it's like a reminiscent of like the little tin soldier or something like something that? Something like I that. Uh, there was another one and called the Knickknack. Then they had a great one which kind of uh, established their dominance of this format called Jerry's, Jerry's Game. Game. Classic. And Jerry is a character you can see in in other. Pixar movies I Correct. think yeah. Jerry's Game preceded uh, A Bug's Life by the way Correct But yeah Yeah. So Jer- so by the way Jerry's Game What they said is And this is how I remember Jerry The woman who uh, Shoots uh, Radit- Like Remy from Ratatouille In the house Which he lives mm. in uh, Bears a striking Resemblance to Jerry So people have Speculated that Jerry's wife Is the woman In the house Oh Outside Paris And yeah. she moved to Paris Outside Paris right outside Because Paris. then he gets Flushed away into the sewage and So Jerry's game uh, Which I'm sure you can find On the internet And you should definitely check out <clears throat> yeah. Features a geriatric old man <laughs> Playing chess in the park uh, By himself Correct. So he's playing yeah. both sides of the both game sides, yeah. uh, And he kind of takes on These two different roles As it happens It's just really really well done There's not even much of a story to it Other than here's an old man Playing chess with himself mm-hmm. But they nail the Like Somehow they build a narrative out of that It's I I don't want to spoil it Go check it out Then a string of great fun ones For the birds For the birds is great Actually you know That may be the first one That sits in my memory Like as a Pixar shot For the birds Yeah It's it's a a very classic format It's it's goofy animation It's it's almost Looney Tunes-esque Yeah um, and they've done a different, like different, a number of styles in all these films. Like if you take For the Birds, it's very like it reminds me a lot of like a, a like a silly symphony kind of. Uh, yeah, it's done exactly like that. It's yeah. it's all big non-real world physics and comedy all, and and a lot of like non-verbal kind of action joke slapstick kind of comedy. Yeah, because the main characters yeah. are all birds sitting on a wire. Yeah, and the entire thing is conveyed just by them looking at each other. Yeah, exactly. There's no and, dialogue. And if you skip ahead to a, a short like Boundin. Boundin was uh, um, preceding the Incredibles. Correct, and in Boundin, it's just basically about this, you know, this sheep. A sheep who bounds everywhere. Who bounds everywhere. I realizes that he doesn't need his, uh, like, basically his fur or his wool, basically, yeah. to kind of uh, be an excitable, like, happy character and yeah. stuff. And that was so reminiscent of like a Doctor Seuss kind of uh, exactly musical because it's because the it rhyming was, scheme yeah. is is really reminiscent Again, of that. Again, a new format that they were trying, where yeah. the entire shot, the story was told, narrated, yeah, yeah, uh, narrated through song, and they only came back to that in I feel like much later in a short called Lava which I think preceded uh, something more recent uh, more Inside in, Out Inside Out right and in Lava it's basically about a, a it's about a volcano, volcano falls and his uh, yeah. with another volcano yeah. which is brilliant and it's sung it's a the volcano entire sung right yeah. Yeah. yeah so something similar to that what is your favorite and uh, they Pixar work in the great pun I Lava You yeah I Lava You yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite Pixar shot possibly um, ooh that's a tough one yeah Jerry's Game, I want to say, Day and Night. Day and Night, I just saw again recently. It is as fantastic as it was when I saw it. It is not aged. It's still a novel concept. It's such a... It's brilliant. And you know, there's something really interesting in that. Um, So Day and Night, I can't even explain it. And this is what exactly the the, the short kind of 
you know dwells upon mm-hmm. because it's basically two animated outlines or 2D animated outlines of people but behind them mm-hmm. insa- exists a world yeah. which is 3D animated i can't explain it it's, it's just so di- strange it's, it's such a director's so well vision yeah. and in that movie right in that short film there's a clip where basically the day stands in front of this uh, radio tower mm-hmm. and it's got this speech like this recorded speech i can't remember from somewhere which is talking about creativity yeah. and how it's difficult to express what you're trying to say and i feel like that's probably how the director felt when he was trying to pitch this film because it's so bizarre because how do you explain yeah, it yeah how do you explain this film and there's you can't explain you have to watch it it's brilliant yeah, yeah. i think the so day and night is up there in terms of one of the best they've ever done like Easily, overall yeah. yeah you know just like I, excellent yeah i think that and jerry's game definitely stand I, all of these stand the test of time for sure but yeah. those are outright classics what are yeah. your favorites uh, so i enjoyed i think day and night is really good um i do love uh, bound in because i just think that's just really silly bound in is like such a nice um, fun one uh, i liked uh, what do you call it um there was presto i think presto, presto was really magicians? funny yeah, yeah the I two mean, dueling magician right? no it was no it was a was it a magician and it was his rabbit i think who oh right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. sorry who yeah, basically kind of are at odds with each other I think that was really like, the action choreography in that is hilarious yeah, it's really another funny. one which they've done which is actually more on the comedic side is a is an alien one called Lifted that was really which good. is a really smart concept also it's just such a silly goofy slapstick yeah, very concept slapstick. it's yeah. just uh, it's basically about uh, a UFO and two aliens one is basically doing his the equivalent of an alien driving test <laughs> yeah. which is how to abduct an a human being an abduction test yeah how to abduct a human being without you know properly and it's like it kind of follows like it's like basically what parking is in a driver's test you know so yeah. Uh, so yeah it's quite funny but i think that's still on the more like funnier ones mm-hmm. i think recently of late they've started doing more like cultural stuff so did you watch i a, believe a, that's because uh, they made a conscious decision to focus more on diverse stories mm-hmm. or Seems at least clear. they tried to which is odd because rashida jones and her writing partner just uh, quit working quit, with yeah. the company because they said they don't do enough diversity yeah which is strange which, but no, i mean um, it's probably true i, I trust see, uh, rashida yeah dude i mean i love her but uh, i i guess yeah. they're already maybe trying to fix the problem maybe the problem is that they shoved them all into shots and then put them into the mm, main movies but potentially yeah but, uh, yeah but i mean if you think about it coco was a film that was completely like you know focused on you know mexican heritage or you know like latin american heritage and the right. day of the dead and things like that so and the whole movie is basically based on that um more recently obviously bao which came out with incredibles 2 mm. was apparently so it's this whole thing about how she you know this uh, asian woman she makes a, a bao or like what people might say she has a dim sum i want to say it's like a, like a it's like a that's it's about right? right yeah yeah and uh, she makes it and becomes anthropomorphic and comes to life and it grows up and she <laughs> takes care of it and then one day it wants it reaches adulthood and wants to leave and have a girlfriend and have a life i know it sounds bizarre <laughs> yeah. but uh, in the end she just eats it she puts it in his mouth just because she doesn't want to want him to go dark. and then it kind of showcases you know and suddenly you know when she's crying she sees that her son has returned and it's basically like a metaphor for apparently for like asian kids uh you know who want to leave home or want to basically get out of this cultural kind of yeah. you know thing that they're under because they're more contemporary they're it's more like it's actually a lot of second yeah. generation immigrants second generation immigrants basically yeah. that's what it's really about and they did it again in uh, i mean they did it slightly in another short called sanjay super team i don't know if you've seen no, that no i th- i think it was called sanjay super team yeah sanjay so sanjay gupta or sanjay something i don't know sanjay gupta yeah i think sanjay gupta is a teacher in my school maybe that's some kind of sanjay, sanjay is also a guy the bollywood uh, dude right who, sanjay patel sanjay patel who basically is a who's the director of this short and it's, it starts with saying uh based on a mostly true story and mm. it's basically him watching these what seems to be classic american cartoons about these three superheroes 
and his father's on the other end of the room praying to his little small temple yeah. it's like a completely indian story a like very, a hindu story yeah. uh, scenes so from he, our lives pretty much uh, and uh, he wants him to pray and when he comes and prays he sees three uh, character who i assume is like lakshmi 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 krishna krishna and uh, and hanuman <laughs> and so basically uh, while his dad is praying and he's being forced to pray and he wants to watch this TV, like he enters this world in his mind where, where this, these guys become the superheroes where these guys become the superheroes and it's really nice it's really man the action is really cool and you know what it took pixar man god damn it to make a really sick version of what mythological characters <laughs> could be in india it's really well done you yeah. know like i mean they made like these mythological characters cool only for the second time after amar chitrakatha so mm. it's like and uh, they made them very like contemporary like basically what it would be like if you know if like nickelodeon or like any like or cartoon network did something really like cool like like a ben 10 ish kind of version of it yeah. but 3d cgi animation really well done and it's got a nice ending about how they both split the difference between his father's beliefs and his own so it's yeah. cool and it gets with like a few photographs of him and his dad so nice. like real life, oh, real life yeah, yeah. Right? it's very nice uh, really okay, well made a story about second generation immigrants yeah very and nice. i feel like i mean that's the world now man like that's what's happening that's, that's great yeah. and i i guess they use the shots as a means for directors and writers to tell personal stories yes uh, as a to humanity defining stories mostly i think now i mean with these at least with bao and sanjay super team i think uh, that's yeah that's what's been happening but uh, i think before that they were just focusing on you know funny stories and like do you feel like uh, funny concepts yes. yeah but do you feel like chota bhim and uh, the other hanuman thing don't <laughs> deliver i don't know have, have you seen have you caught chota bhim yes is so, it good it's, it's the most famous right I out mean, of all these guys honestly it's not bad you know yeah. but it's not really a mythological thing i right. really what i didn't get or what i didn't like is it feels like the dude is called chota bhim just to get this name recognition it's like making a sequel you're just doing it for the name recognition he's nothing like the character of bhim or whatever oh he's just, just a kid yeah it's just a bunch of like stories about him as a kid it's it's whatever it's what okay what was that uh, other show which was on cartoon network which was made in digital i can see how it is fun for kids let me put it that way i don't think it's that okay. good There but was one, i can see uh, it being entertaining there was a show called role number 21 uh, do you remember that yes which yeah, is yeah, about yeah. i think krishna in school or yeah. something I, i thought that was well animated i didn't see the show nice, but uh, it had a classic cartoon network so approach what, to it so exactly what yeah. these guys seem to be doing is taking the names yeah. of like mythological figures and putting them into cartoons just so you'll go like oh cool cool or like your grandparents will go like, like oh huh. religious <laughs> watch watch yeah that's weird right that we have an our grown these stories have nothing to do with yeah. uh, the actual like the gods they could have just made him a regular kid and in Indian kid. Yeah, who's blue in color? Correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. I why was this even called roll number 21? I think there's some significance to that. I'm not yeah? sure. Yeah. 21? I don't know. No, I'm trying to think, but no. But yeah, we but were talking about Pixar shots. Pixar shots. I mean, uh, these are some of the few that I can think of uh which they're, were really good. They're I didn't, great. Like they, still I'm yet to see Lalu. They often work so well with the movies they go with. Yeah, I think yeah. I like that it's a classic kind of setup. That's this is what used to happen back in the day maybe 30 40 years ago when Disney used to do films. Yeah. I'm glad it's a tradition that kind of keeps on, you know, and Maybe we need to do more. I think Disney started doing it as well. I mean, Disney does a few of their own. They uh, put shots in front of movies. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh. In fact, they've had some really good ones, like Feast, and and uh, we we should do another right, episode yeah, yeah. Uh, on on the Disney ones. Perhaps well. when it's yes. in the not news, we'll yes. do that. Cool. Uh, but yes, you can treat this episode of the Geek Food Bulletin as a shot to play before you listen to the full episode of the Geek Food Bulletin, where we talk about Pixar and uh, Incredibles two specifically. Yes. Uh, before we get into the full history of Pixar and a definitive. 
ranking of every single one. I may take back some of the things that I've said in that. I know it's 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 forever changing. But right. uh, yeah, do listen to that episode and uh, reach out to us on Geek Food HQ on all the socials. Bye, you nerds. Thank you.